Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wine shank. Sarah and Kim yeah. did that back yep. in the day. Mm-hmm. A fucking minute every week. That's wild. Uh, well, because for so long it's been the same... The same stereotype of like you can either be funny or pretty or you kind of just have to pick a lane. It's like, are you a comic? Are you an actress? And there's all these misconceptions about, you know, what you're supposed to be. And I think when you just start showing up as your authentic self, then you find people who appreciate that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm funny. And sometimes I take good photos. And I don't know how long that's going to last, to be honest. So let's uh, let's uh, monetize it while we can. What's your podcast? The Coach HP Show. Hey, hey, okay, let it be known. I'm working hard when I ain't on the phone. This ain't a hug, this ain't a phone. Grind never stopping, I'm keeping it cold. Unlocking the door with the holy key. You're supposed to be this close to me. And hopefully. So this is, this, is, this is a first time for me because I've never had a princess on the show before. So this is really exciting. Oh, yeah, it's very exciting. I am a princess. That's right. Princess Shank on Instagram and Twitter. Um, That's what happens when you pick your Instagram handle before you're fully mature. Talking about that, dude, as (laughs) as I looked at you, right, and at your stuff, it almost seems like, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, you look younger now than, like, before, right? Is that, do you agree with me with that or no? Because I'm like, this girl's just starting. And then I see pictures of you on YouTube like seven years ago. So either and you look younger now. So either you started and you wanted to have a mature look or you did a 360 because something's different, right? Yeah, something's different. Well, because I was addicted to Adderall for a while. But let me ask you a question. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Adderall. So what does that mean? Does that make you like jumpy? It makes you look older. It it does make you look older, I think. Uh, But it made me, it was hard because when I was in my 20s, I had a day job and then I would do stand up at night and my schedule was fucking crazy. So I was on Adderall. So now when I see photos of myself, people have been saying that I look younger now than then. My hair was also darker. I had like a more goth energy to me then. Right. Uh, now I'm a little more brighter and lighter, more positive. I see. I love what you do, right? Thank you. In all aspects, because I, as an outsider looking in, I love what comedians are doing now. I love what women comedian are doing now, women comics, and especially what you're doing, because you're adding in and you can do it. Other girls can't. Like the sexy pictures on Instagram, you like do the sexy pics and it's like, oh, I'm just here. Yeah. You're destroying people on stage at nighttime, you know? Sarah, was that a conscious decision? You're like, look, I'm going to I'm gonna lean into this or did you just say, fuck it, I want to show this side of me? What was your mindset with that? Uh, Well, because for so long, it's been the same, the same stereotype of like, you can either be funny or pretty or 
you kind of just have to pick a lane. It's like, are you a comic? Or are you an actress? And there's all these misconceptions about, you know, what you're supposed to be. And I think when you just start showing up as your authentic self, then you find people who appreciate that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm funny. And sometimes I take good sh photos. And I don't know how long that's going to last, to be honest. So let's uh, let's uh, monetize it while we can. Let me, ask you, <laughs> let me ask you a question about those photos. Yeah. Is that professionally done? Are you just like a master photo person? What is going on? Oh, no, I, uh, most of the time is photos that I just do because I the volume of photos that I need f to, in between posting the clips for shows or promoting shows is just so much that now I kind of just know how to photograph myself probably better than a, a, photo a photographer because I'm like, I know my angles, bitch. I've been working on them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Is that an 818 mm -hmm. tattoo you have? Yes, it is. Representing the 818? Yes, I'm representing the 818. Brody Stevens. I don't know if you know who Brody is. I don't know who Brody has... Stevens is. Tell me. Brody Stevens was a comedian who was all about positivity and positive energy. And I got this. But I'm also from the Valley. I'm from Encino in the San Fernando Valley and so when I was at a comedy festival, I decided I needed this on my wrist. And um, now I'm getting it covered, but it is an 818 right Why now. Why are you getting it covered? Because I don't like the way it looks. I want it to evolve. I think it's going to become a butterfly, something it's just going to be prettier. This is just like, this was a rogue decision. I have a few others. I have a teapot on my side. I have a bow on my neck. And I'm going to have a butterfly on my wrist because I can't stand the 818 anymore. It looks deformed. The The snowmen look like, the eights look like snowmen. Yeah, but you can, it's part of your thing, though. You, you It carries you well. Look, I didn't say, was is that a snowman 18? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I said 818, so hey, look. But I am seeing it upside down, though. So maybe, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's not, I mean, it's not great. It's definitely there. It's not great. I have an appointment to cover it August 16th. So you're serious. You're I'm serious. Damn, you're committed. I mean, yeah, I'm committed. You know, when I, I already paid the deposit to hold the appointment, that's how committed a bitch is. I, I need this it. shit off my wrist. I love it. As I look at your, at your personality, right? I see, I saw your last episode and I go, man, you're super well-rounded because in your podcast, which if you think you got 27 now going on of your, of all your podcasts, right? The one you do with the girl, the, the two bitches or these bitches, whatever, that's just yeah, fucking around. Yeah, 20, yeah. That's fucking around 24 seven. Right. So right. I was, I was excited to see like, Holy shit. In this episode, the last, which was super dark, like I, that took 10 minutes. I go, I'm never, this is, I'm done with this episode, right? Because it was like, which one? The last one with the girl with the mental health. Oh, oh Alexis. Yeah, yeah, Alexis, yeah. Man. Wow, I felt sorry. But you showed a lot of empathy and you were, you weren't Mrs. Funny. Hey, hey, fuck this, eat a pussy, whatever. You were like, yeah, yeah. you know, life's hard, whatever, right? Yeah. How do you balance those two things? Because I'm me always. Right. But there you showed range. You showed, hey, I can be some I can understand the difference and I can help a bitch out and I could be that bitch at the same time. How do you do that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just really care about connecting with my guests and showing up from a place of, 
you know, an authentic place and having some of the conversations that aren't the most fun to have. And, you know, the This Bitch podcast is fun and crazy. And it's it just it's like when I get to perform with Kim Congdon, it's just like this magic kind of happens and I can't even recreate it on a solo podcast. Um, we just bring out each other's funniest selves, I think. And then with my solo podcast, it's kind of more whatever I'm into. So it's kind of like it's an independent podcast. It's kind of just creative. If I have someone who inspires me or I'm interested in, I'll have them on and we'll have an interesting conversation. And for me, Alexis has been she's been through so much shit. She was in jail. She was addicted to heroin. And now she's the mother of two. She's been sober. She just lives really authentically. And just having some of these conversations that aren't uh, necessarily fun to have, I think those are the most important. That was good. That was great. See, you're a natural, dude. See, you crushed that. You crushed that. Thank you. Thank you. When you do your episode, your solo one, Mm -hmm. you start off with, hey, good afternoon. Have a cookie. He'll cookie a day. Oatmeal cookies. This cookie. That's great. I love the whole thing. What do you call, do you just, do you just say, okay, I'm going to turn the camera on and I'm going to look at a lamp. Oh, hey guys, I hope your day's bright like a lamp and not a day. How do you do that? Yeah, it's just completely random. Yeah. It's like five seconds before I hit the thing and there's ones that you, people never see. I have so many intro videos on my phone where I get too stoned in the intro and it just like takes a left field. Like it doesn't make sense. So I have a lot of, um, I just have fun with it. I'm just like, okay, what did I think of last week? I thought it was cookies because I was in a cookie zone and sometimes it's breakfast food. Sometimes it's things under the sea. Sometimes it's, uh exotic animals i don't know i just always like to start the podcast with something different um it's just kind of like a loose format i started myself so it always starts with i hope your day is full of and then it'll be a list of the most random bizarre things um a lot of times it fits under under a theme but sometimes it's just off the rails i love it i love it (sighs) what part so you were born in the valley i lived in los angeles for six years okay cool i slept in a car for six months in the hollywood hills when i first oh, started shit. yeah so, to 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 act to be there as an actor but i love los angeles right i used to you go to the comedy store i know you perform there a lot right yeah in, uh, yeah hollywood. my my best friend owns sushia right there next to sunset plaza right there next to lepati four Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to pass by there all the time. When I saw you do the Kill Tony stuff, which I didn't know any of that, because I'm new to all what you guys are doing, whatever. Uh Uh-huh. What made you special then that you popped? Because you said a joke about a muffin. A scone. A scone, scone, which I don't know. I'm Cuban, so I have no idea what that is. But whatever was, it it got a a laugh, right? It got a hit, right? What made you that good as a comic right now that you're still a baby but that that back then you're like man that girl had balls because she did this what separated you from everybody else her uh i would say just the willingness to show up and the discipline of being consistent even on days when you don't feel like showing up 
just still doing it and staying disciplined has been the most important thing for me. Um, but for me, no, I've always found and taken interest in l- things that people see every day or most people have experiences with. And I like to l- turn those things on their head and make people think about things that they've encountered a million different times, different ways. But uh, I always will love doing observational comedy, but as my comedy evolves, I do think I'm going to start talking more about personal things because I feel like the mo- more vulnerable you are on stage, the the easier it is for people to connect with you. So, I I I, I love that. Is that hard to be vulnerable? Uh, yeah. As as are you like fuck now? I got. Which is which I'm sure it's hard to be around you because, like an example, if this podcast ends up being stupid, you're gonna talk about you're gonna destroy me. Be like this, fuck. No, I won't. I won't destroy it. it this podcast is. No, I won't. It'll be part of your set though. If it, if it goes that way, you'll be like, oh, let me tell you guys something, and then boom, uh, which is awesome, right? But I'm sure that's that pressure that you like, fuck, man. What's real life versus my stage life, and is it hard to to blend stuff in? What makes Sarah, Sarah, right? Because we see comedians and each of them have their thing, right? What's your thing, in your opinion? Well, I think that I have, I'm very jaded and a little bit sarcastic and cynical. I have a dry humor, an observational sense of humor. I think that I have an interesting perspective because I'm from Los Angeles. So I feel like I've seen a lot of shit um just people come here leave here so i'm like for me if this is good as my career is gonna get then i'm happy with that like i love the life that i've cultivated for myself and i tried to you know take enough time for myself and spend time outside i feel like that really helps a lot with um being able to show up authentically more often and being able to be more vulnerable, I need to have a balance in my life. So I strive really hard to have a balance. Is there a vulnerability off the top of your head that you're like, oh, I'm, that I'm that 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 I want to start talking about that you can share? Yeah, I mean, I have an experience about, and I am talking about it on stage, and it's one of my best jokes right now about how when I went to the psych ward, that was the best food I have ever had. And how I would go back again just for the food at the psych ward and it was blowing my already delicate mind. And then I just go into it. Um, What was the best food there? What was the best food there, sir? The McRib. But I have a whole bit on it. Um, Like the McRib? Like like ribs? (laughs) Like rib sandwich? Yeah, like the McRib that they serve at McDonald's. And my joke is that when it's not at McDonald's, it's at the psych ward. Um, and it's so good. It was blowing my already delicate mind. Just like doing that type of stuff and just being and even saying that on stage changes the energy of the room because people are like, oh, this bitch has been in the loony bin. Who like what? Like pump the brakes. You know what I mean? And just right. being able to say that and come from a place of like, yeah, that's I've been there, but it's not defining me. And it's a struggle that so many people have, especially in this, especially in this industry and especially in this time with, you know, social media and all of this different stuff, all kinds of mental illness. I agree. <laughs> I, agree. I suffer. My mental illness is I suffer from extreme positivity. 
Extreme positivity is not necessarily a mental illness. Well, it could be because what happens? Well, not it's. But what happens is, no matter what you tell me, I right. it'll it'll almost be like I'm an unempathetic for you because I'm like, come on, Sarah, but whatever you say, I'm gonna find a positive twist in it, and that's hard to be around all the time. Like your toxic positivity is that yes, what you're saying? Yes, like you, like you're like, oh my god, I blew on the stage, I sucked on the stage, I was vulnerable, and nobody laughed, but I'm like, yeah, but you look here. Look, look at you and you're gonna be like dude i don't want to talk about it. i don't want to be <laughs> yeah, that could no, be annoying I, right no i get what you're saying but i do think that um it all like our thoughts become our reality so i do get what you're doing because when i um when i'm by myself i tend to be positive but then when other people come into my vibration it's hard for me to maintain that positivity because they're like this is horrible and this is horrible and this is horrible and so that's part of the reason why like i'm so focused on taking care of myself so that i can show up for other people in in the in a genuine and an authentic way um and that's why i have both my podcast and this bitch podcast because i think that they both feel different different categories different things you know hell yeah i see you glance at something there on the side what is that your phone oh no i just was looking at the outside of when i'm thinking i i look i was just looking all over the place oh i like it i like it i got darty eyes no that's good that's good that's good so you're undercover latin because half of you is latin right my mom's puerto rican yeah born in puerto rico my mom's born in New York, half Puerto Rican, so I'm 25% Puerto Rican. Yeah, 25% Irish and then a Jew. I love the what a, what an interesting mix. Do you ever go to Portos there? Portos in Burbank? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've got great cake. Dude, my so my boy owns that place, Raul, and cool. that place is the, is the is the best. As you look at as we look at your career, right? Mhm. What if I could, if I could grant you whatever you want out of this, where you're at right now, right? Obviously, more money is always the best, right? So we're, we're, right. we're we got that. We're gonna get money. We get all that, right? All right. What are you missing? What are you missing when I like ah, I'm I'm this. Is it time and time? I'll give you time. You can say time, right? Because I think everybody. Has, but what do you think is gonna be the next level of the princess? I think a comedy special for sure. I have some material that I'm just needing to get rid of that I feel like I've evolved past that is so dialed in and ready to be shared. So I think a Netflix comedy special would be ideal. We'll see if I can get that. Um, eventually, I would like to have a family because I want a balanced life. I don't want to just be on stage uh, for the rest of my life. Does that get um, lonely? Why? Because I cause, cause the vibe I get when you say family, you're like, yeah. ah, this gets a little lonely. Is that where? Yeah, it gets lonely. I love what I do. And it's cool meeting, especially now, because with the podcast that I have with Kim, this bitch, I'm getting to meet people who are listening to the podcast who are genuinely excited about what I'm doing. And it feels good to find those people who they're listening to this and this is bringing them genuine joy like that makes me that's why I do it and I feel connected and I it's like I don't think I there's a any other career that would be right for me so I know I'm definitely in the right space I just think that 
I would love to have a home life, like a more like a personal home life with like a family, like some like a place to come home where it's like, okay, if your set doesn't if you bombed, who gives a fuck? It doesn't really matter, you know, because there's like people who love you at home. So I get that. I get that. I, I, I completely understand that. Having a threesome with the devil. Having a threesome with the devil. Yeah, I talked about that on the podcast. I just just came up with it on the spot in the moment. Sometimes I sometimes I think of things in the moment. A lot of times I think about things in the moment when I do a solo podcast. Solo podcasts I used to do more of them. They are it's kind of just like a free it's like a creative exercise for me to see if I can what I can extract from my subconscious in 45 minutes and sometimes it's it's less than 45 minutes because I'm I'm out of things to say and that's all that's all I can show up with but it's just a stream of consciousness a lot of times when I'm doing things by myself like I think of different things in my head that I think are funny that entertain me and then I try to and if it brings me joy I just hope that it might bring someone else joy hearing about how I would fuck Beyonce and uh, feed Oprah to Danny DeVito. Which is which is super cool, super cool. Yeah. Are you a, f- a fan of threesomes or you just said, you know what, this is going to be a hit? Which one or a little bit? of? Uh, no, I, I actually haven't had a threesome. I'm not really, I'm not opposed to having a threesome. It's just not on like my to-do list right now it's like it's like i got a special i want to make a special i want to have a family if somewhere along the way i have a threesome great but like i'm not trying to force it i i that, that see that's that's a good answer that's a good answer when you go hiking mm-hmm. what are we what are we listening to what's the gear do you t- are you these hikers that take the water bottle do you leave it at the bottom I take my water bottle. I clip my water bottle onto my fanny pack because a bitch is resourceful. Got the phone in the fanny pack and then got the water bottle clipped onto that. And then I now I just like being in nature. I like hearing the nature sounds. Um, so no, yeah. wa- no AirPods on, no headphones, just nature. 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 Where do you and go? Like, my inner thoughts. I go right outside where I live. I live in an area where I can hike. So it's cold cool. water canyon, running canyon. What do you do? I live in a canyon. Yeah. So you do that. Uh, but in the valley, there was one in the, I never went to the one in the valley. I would do Laurel Canyon. Everybody was always telling me, oh, you got to do Laurel Canyon or running. I'm sorry. Running. Everybody's like running, 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 running. And I did running. No, running is rough. Runyon is too many people. This is like the area of town I live in. It's closer to the beach and there's a lot of hiking trails. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit yeah. away, which is which is a nice area, which is a nice area. Yeah, it's a lot of way. It's but I feel like it really helps me show up um, for my job in a way like there, there's it resets you. It resets you. Yeah, it resets me because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do this job. <laughs> <laughs> How, how's the dating scene because the dating scene yeah, like, um from what i hear you don't talk a lot about that so no. is that because you're, you're on a purpose or you just it's mm, no we're focusing on comedy for sure right now i was in a relationship i got out of a relationship not that long ago so right now i'm kind of just dating and i'm dating um 
like a cup, a guy. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, oh, did you just blow your spot there now? He sees this. He said, a- "No, I'm dating one. I'm dating one dude. I don't know if he's dating other people. We'll find out." How long have you been dating? How long is this dating going on? Uh, it's been casual for a few months since I got out of my relationship. It's, it's just been like great to spend time with somebody and just have um a connection outside of comedy. And that's fun. And it's fun because always what happens is there's always one person that crosses the line. It's like, okay, well, what are we doing? You're not calling me on Saturday. You usually call me on Saturdays. Let's just hope it's not you. Let's just hope it's him saying, hey, look, Sarah, like you're not calling me. Like, what's up? You know, because if it's you, then we're yeah. going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. With your, have you thought of with your content, right? Because I'm watching your content and I'm like, man, this, this, this girl's so talented. But I don't see, I didn't see, like, you don't put up old stuff, like classic stuff, you know, like your Kill Tony stuff, unless I had to like research you, it doesn't come up, right? right. But what, I, me as an outsider, and listen, I'm all about, I'm not a purist comment here. So I'm, I'm, I'm like mainstream, right? But there was a time like, you've been in front of some real big time people. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is the kind of person I am. I'd be blasting that twenty, like I'd be like, "Hey, I was with." But is that like selling out in the business? Like, "Hey, you're like clouding here with people." Is that what it is? Well, no. I just think like I'm in a new part of my career, so I'm constantly, yeah, I'm evolving and and constantly changing in my comedy. Then, what maybe it was the first time I ever said that joke and it wasn't dialed in yet. Um, and looking back at it, it's evolved so much more. So putting up an old clip of something and when I want to release a special eventually doesn't really seem like something I need to do. I also just think that, um, yeah, I mean, I'm in an industry where there's lots of it, where it's crazy, where I get to meet some of the people who are the best at what they do and I have interactions with them and they're awesome. And, I think that those moments shaped me, but I don't really feel the need to repost the Kill Tony stuff. And I I said said Kill Tony, but I'm sure there's a million things because that's that. Yeah, there's a million things. There's there's like years of Kill Tony. I had another podcast called Tuesday Snacks, which doesn't even exist anymore. Is the science one? Is that the science one? No, I had Stone Science with Kim. I had and that one's really fun. That one's online. We did a web series called Half Full where we wrote a whole script and we played half sisters. So yeah, I'm just constantly evolving and creating and not trying to, um, if something is out there, then it's out there and people can find it if they're interested in finding it. But what I'm doing right now is trying to create from a different place of, you know, something new. You got to respect that. You got to respect that, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? I think this is going good. Yeah, this is a great pod. A little different, a little different than what I'm sure you're used to. You know what I love yeah. that you do also? I love that you don't get fancy. You're in the you're you do it in the, the front of your house, the bed, yeah. the, the other sideways place, house. Sideways <laughs> house. And, yeah. And that has a lot because well, wait a minute. You are in a new yeah. studio though. So you're in a new studio too. So that's a little different, right? You got the three camera system going. You yeah, we got the three. Yeah, we got the three camera system now. We're at Mastermind Studio in Hollywood. It's nice. We're there for this bitch. And then my solo pod, I just do from home. I like that. I like Are you that. smoking a cigar? Yes. I'm, I'm at a cigar shop. 
I'm really happy at this uh, cigar shop. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a kind of guy that to me, you only live once, and mm-hmm. I like enjoy every day because like I'm I'm in I'm doing this interview today, and it's the best moment of my life because I I I'm appreciative of your time, of your knowledge, and all that stuff. What of your mindset, Sarah, do you mm-hmm. love? What about yourself do you love? Um, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> what about myself do I love? I think that some of my strengths are actually also my weaknesses. Um, like, I'm super obsessive about getting things done and doing it in a certain way. Uh, like finding the clips for my podcast is a whole fucking thing with me. Like it takes me a long time. Like I'll watch back the episode and do a whole thing. Um, I just think that I guess what I love most about myself is that I'm still doing this and still showing up for this, even though there's some days when I'm like, what is my life? <laughs> really? No. Why do you say that? Um, just because it's, you know, when you start in your 20s, I started doing stand-up when I was, like, 24. Um, I don't know. It just, you, it's a trade-off, you know? Like, your friends get married. They have kids. They all have families. You miss a lot of things because you're out late at night telling jokes. And so, yeah. I don't know. I just. Fuck them. They're not, ma- listen, you're not <laughs> missing, listen to me. Listen to me, please. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, did we get, whoa, was that a mistake? What do we, go to, go to the right, what was That's that? my closet. Let's look at that. Go this way, go this way, go this way. Let me see this closet. Okay. So, now, hold on a second. No, 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 let's stay yeah. with the closet. Let's go to the closet. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. okay. All right, so, let me tell you. So, here's an interesting question. Yeah. Number one, okay. I've noticed on stage, you do not go up sexy picture woman. You do, like, super baggy, super all this stuff, right? Yeah. Why do we do that? Because we don't want to overshadow the comedy. Is that just you feeling comfortable? What are we doing? It here? it just depends. It's like if I'm gonna go hang out at the comedy store with a bunch of men and like be like smoking blunts all night, I don't really want to be in a skirt. <laughs> um, What's if... your favorite thing up there? What are we looking at there, Ralph? Because I see a jacket. I see. I have so many things in here. I got costumes. Like right now, I'm wearing like a waitress dress. For no for no reason. <laughs> and then I see you hit the you do the big bun in the hair. You do like a ribbon, like a big bow, right? Is that what that is? Oh yeah, I love a bow. I love a bow. Yeah, I'll do a bow. I love a bow. Um, I got a bow tattoo. Um, What's yeah, I love the bows. A... What do you like about the bows? I don't know. I just figure like you're never gonna hate a bow. You're never gonna be like, oh, I wish that wasn't on me. It makes it cuter. <laughs> I like I like cute things that's why the 818 tattoo is really rough for me because i'm like i can't wait till it's cute because i want to cut my wrist off no it's it's actually really not it's giving holocaust tattoo vibes and my grandpa survived the holocaust so i don't think he would appreciate me getting uh yeah (laughs) yeah how do you feel today let's see let's do a a sarah check how today i feel the vibe is good today i had um I'm in the middle of cleaning out my apartment, which feels good, like getting rid of stuff. I think that's important, like getting rid of stuff to, to create space for new stuff to come in. Um, Are you going I'm on like, stage tonight? Uh, no, I'm not on stage tonight. So you take a break today? 
Yes, today I have off, which I'm so happy about because I was in San Diego last weekend. How was, was that? How was San Diego? San Diego was so much fun. I went to this place, Mike Drop Comedy, with Josh Potter, who's a really funny comedian. He's been on your mom's house a bunch. Um, but yeah, so we were in San Diego together and we performed at this club called Mike Drop. And it was How'd so you do? fun. How'd you really do? good. Really good. I featured for him. I did two 25 minute sets. Um, so that was a. Yeah, 2.25 minutes. So th that's a long day, you know, like driving to San Diego. But before I did that, I did a live stream with Kim. So that was Saturday was a busy day for me. It was like wake up, do this live stream, leave L.A., go straight to San Diego, do two shows. And then I was supposed to wake up and do a photo shoot, but that got canceled, which I was low key kind of excited about. A photo shoot and for what? Just social media. Just uh, um, look at you. See, I like yeah. it. I, I like the Sarah train. I like I like the machine you're doing behind. I like your I like the way you think, man. You're like, I'm gonna do a photo shoot and I'm gonna go do yeah. this and I'm gonna go do that. I, I like yeah. the whole thing. Thank I'm you. I'm lucky because I share, I have a wife, I have two kids. That's awesome. So I have the whole mix, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you're just starting. I mm -hmm. I you're not even you're not even uh you're probably at a seven. Of where you're gonna be like this is like this is big you know don't stress thank the kid you. stuff don't stress the man stuff thank you. don't stress the future stuff listen while you're out there saturday night you might seem like what am i doing here 90 percent of the population wants to be what you're doing because you're doing your passion you're right you're crushing it you're smoking what you want to smoke you're laughing what you want to laugh oh yeah <laughs> you're not you're not getting a text hey babe come on wrap it up stop talking at the store that's true I'm free, life. baby. You're a free yeah. person. Don't cage yeah. yourself in, Sarah. The biggest mistake women make is they start with a biological clock. Like, I don't, know, don't worry about that. You crush okay, it. Okay, you're right. You keep crushing it. Okay? I like this. Go step by step. The hard part is not a lot of people are going to be cheering you on. They'll be like, yeah, don't worry about the people with the birthdays. You know, There's no FOMO here. You're not missing anything. Trust me. All right. Birthdays okay. are overrated, right? What you're doing yeah. is a special part. You're there. You're creating. You got the special. You're 25 minutes in. I love it. Thank you. Is there any questions for me? Anything I can help you with? How did you find me? <laughs> I just saw you. I, I don't know. I just on, saw you. On Instagram? Yeah, man. And how how do you pick your guests? I pick my guests on a certain thing. I don't go off. I go off vibes on people. And yeah, vibes. I'm a big vibe person. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, this girl's going to be big. Let me get Thank her now. You. Before she blows up, and then I'm uh, I'm dead. But now I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I got her in the right spot. So so that to me is very important because I don't know. I feel that my gift. The one thing I love about myself is that I'm always excited to pump other people up. And That's when awesome. I see a special talent like you, I feel that my responsibility is not only to show to showcase you to a new audience because I have a predominantly sports bilingual um podcast right and i've had a ton yeah. of, of of big 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 comedians but it might but i but i just started podcasting so what happens now is i get a sarah who's right there about to blow up like big time so now because i haven't even you haven't even done like a tour tour like a tour like hey i'm gonna do the east coast sarah attacks right. the east coast sarah comes right. to south florida that hasn't even, and, and look how big you are now. And you haven't even done that. And I, and I yeah. have a feeling because 
Well, you're able to, you're in an interesting spot because you're able to do a party thing. Like it plays, mm -hmm. like you play everywhere, right? It's just a matter of you getting uncomfortable and getting out mm -hmm. of happy home there and just mm -hmm. going. Yeah. And not worrying about tattoos, but go. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean? for sure. For sure. Yeah. How do you pick your guests of your show? Uh, vibes. Or a lot of times they're comedians who I know and love and I already have a relationship with them. So having television show so that was a little different but uh whoever i just want to get to know better and talk with and what do you do do you dm them or you know in person you're like hey man would you like to come on my show how do you do that uh most of the time i dm them some most of them i know personally or i've had some interaction with them to make me think that they'd be a good fit but with alexis the first time i reached out to alexis i was like fresh out of the psych ward and i was like this bitch has been through some shit i need to talk to someone else who's been through a lot of stuff i'm not operating from the same frequency as like i i feel totally changed from this experience and i'm not willing to show up to a podcast and pretend like everything's all fluffy and light right now because it doesn't feel like that for me so i reached out to her and we had we did a podcast a long time ago and then she recently came back on Yeah, so it just depends on, like, what's going on in my life. Sometimes I'll see someone out of the corner of my eye. I'll be like, oh, that's a cool person. I like, like, my friend is in this band, Gothic Tropic. I like what she's doing. I hit her up, and I was like, I like what you're doing. And a lot of times it is comedians, though, because it's just people who are in the same. Yeah, yeah, the best for a pod. Yeah. We enjoy Hell the best yeah. for I sometimes feel like it's so funny. Andrew Schultz has had a big special. Mm -hmm. I interviewed him. YouTube? Yeah, on YouTube. Cool. And I interviewed him and I felt that I was so I didn't get like I tried to be Mr. Positive and he just looked at me like, bro, what the fuck is this guy? I was like after his show and he looked at me and he was like, eh, you know, like it like I I didn't get you guys. Like I was too like positive, motivating. I was like, bro, listen, shut the fuck up and just <laughs> talk and I'm and I'm out of here. But I like that you said that. What's your favorite type of music? Uh, I have a lot of different favorite types of music. I like old stuff from like the 60s and 70s. Who's your I mean, favorite I've... person? Do you have like a favorite person that you like? Favorite Fleetwood Mac song. Silver um... Springs. Okay. Give me some yeah. advice. You're a pro. You're winning at yeah. life, right? You're winning on stage. We're going for 25 minutes like water, right? For fun. Yeah. Give me something. Give me something so that I could be in the Sarah level. Give me something. Like give I don't know. You... Give me some of the magic. Give me something special. Yeah, give me some of the magic so it could come here so I could win like you. See, that's that. That's the next tattoo there, Sarah. See, if we want a Hell tattoo, yeah. then we're gonna get Sarah. I don't. Shows up. 
Well, that, that might be the name of the special. You never know. Sally uh, yes. shows up. I like it. What do you think of that? I like it. Shank shows up. I like it. Shank shows up. The princess mm-hmm. shows up. Yep. I love it. I, I, I love, love it the, too. I love the whole thing. When are you going back on stage? Saturday. So we're at tr- we're at the comedy store at 1030. Every day. So it's comedy store at 1030. What's going on in the green room? I wanna I I in the green room. I wanna be in the green room. I wanna hang. I just wanna I wanna sit there and hang in the green room. You gotta come to LA. Um the green room is never the same. It depends on who's in the green room who's about to go on stage, what their vibe is. Like some people like to chat a bunch in the green room. Some people are like in their notes, some people. Yeah. But it's always the most fun hang of all time, hanging out at the comedy store. So dude, I love it. You're so funny. You're like, Hey, where do I send the link to? Come on. (laughs) On top of it. Dude. Listen, I just, as I go, holy shit, I don't have a remote. And I look and this pops up. Look at this. Hold on one second. Let me show you this. This is awesome. You just posted this. Hold on. Look at this, Sarah. Look at that. Oh, Boom. yeah, yeah. Just posted that right before we did this. This yeah. is you. Look at you with us. This is hardcore. Wow. See, this I like. People are going to, this is smart, Mark. This is why you're going to win. You know that, right? Because I'm just myself. No, I just, but nobody's doing this you're leaning into shit that other people are like eh, man. you're like no fuck that look boom come check me out here we go let's have some fun it's a rodeo could be a rodeo yeah 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 i'm giving rodeo queen vibes in that photo for sure i love it dude i love it okay so where can people find you where can they go every single thing we're gonna go slow okay where can okay. people find you Cool. So first place you can find me is Instagram, which is princess spelled normal. And then another S H E N K. So princess shank on Instagram. I'm always promoting my comedy dates on there and my podcasts on there. And my Twitter is also the same handle at princess shank shank spelled s h e n k i also have my solo podcast shank new episodes of that come out every monday that's called shank s h e n k that's on spotify youtube itunes all the places where you can stream podcasts and then this bitch podcast with kim congdon new episodes of that come out every monday um, and that's where that's on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all of the places. Well, no, I have a I have a show date um, for July 29th that I'm doing. So I don't know if this where's is that at? For. Where's that at? It's it's in Bellflower. It's, it's with, with Kim, Kim Congdon and, and Josh Potter. Potter. It's, it's going to be a really big, fun, fun show. show. So, so if, if you're in California, California come, come out to that show. Dude, I have a big California following because baseball's real popular. So I got a lot of parents and a lot of people that need an escape. And they yes. want to see a good comedian that's going to crush it and be original. It's going to yes. be himself, which is awesome. When, so I have a little bit of time here when I ask you this question. Yeah. Your YouTube. Mm-hmm. Are you ever going to, when do you feel comfortable showing your stuff? Are you going to like put you on stage yet? Are you like, oh, no, no, I'm not ready for that. On my YouTube, my stand up. Oh, um, I'm kind of waiting on that. I want to do a special. So that's kind of why I'm not pushing out the stand-up clips all over the place right now i'm just trying to get the materials super tight so i can do a special so yeah super tight means that you're comfortable with it like you know it's gonna crush yeah like i know it's gonna crush and i've been working on it for the last 
however many years and it needs to just leave <laughs> and it needs to do I just want to present it all in like a polished way um that's what I see for my future some type of special hopefully on Netflix but we'll see no I see let me tell you what I see ready yeah. I see you dominating yourself starting with your own stuff mm-hmm. and then that's gonna blow up and then other people are gonna try to this is what I'm gonna see other yeah. people are gonna try to say look Sarah come Netflix or come this or come that man Thank I'm you. so thankful for you I I just maybe I I I know you're gonna do um, you're doing amazing already but I know you're gonna do even more amazing I just want to be when I this is what I want when I go to LA mm-hmm. I hit you up I say where are you gonna be at uh-huh. I want to I want to hang but I want to hang yeah it might be a little weird but I want to hang like if I'm part of the crew I want to like I'll carry the stuff but I want to watch you, I want to cheer you on, right? I'll be in the green room, quiet, because I, you don't talk in the, you let comedians talk. I just, <laughs> I shut the fuck up in the green room. But I want to see there, and I want, and I want to be like, I want you to crush on stage, right? But if you don't, yeah. it's okay. But I want to be. <laughs> it's okay, no, I will. No, of course you will. But if let's say you're oh. trying new stuff, because I'm not gonna be, hey, I'm here, Sarah. So I want the A game. Maybe you're working on because we don't know yeah. that, right? I gotta respect right. your process. Right. But I want to be there because I want to share in that. And I can be like, Sarah, do you remember, remember at this point I was here and now you're there? Because yeah. I feel you guys don't get a lot of that because it's just you guys there. So it's all like, blah, 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 I got to do this. My, but to me, it's like a big deal. Yeah. Well, next time you're in L.A., hit me up. I'm going to hit you up. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get the date and we'll do all the stuff. And, cool, and I'm super proud wait. of you. I'm super proud of you. Thank I'm proud you. of what I'm seeing. And Thank I'm you. super pumped, okay? So I'm going to end this right so now. Much. And I'm going to say bye to you the right way, but let me stop this. Hold on one second. <laughs>